Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our Course in Miracles daily reading conference call. We read from the text of A Course in Miracles original edition, which is published by our dear friends at the Course in Miracles Society. You can access an online copy of the original edition by going to jcim.net, or if you mouse over the link at top for online edition, you'll see the link to read A Course in Miracles OE. On that same drop-down, there's an option to subscribe to have both the daily text reading and the lesson for the day sent to you from the Course in Miracles Society. My name is Lori Cameron. This call is Monday through Friday from about 9.15 to about 10.50 a.m. Eastern. And today we complete our reading of Chapter 31 and also uh, the text with the final section in the book, in the text that is, <laughs> Uh, section 8, choose once again. We're also mindful of our lesson today, lesson 335. I choose, I choose to see my brother's sinlessness. And by way of opening this morning, um, when I came upon this, I had little doubt of its perfection. It's uh, a blessing from a book called The Gentle Art of Blessings to Heal Myself and the World by Pierre Pratervand. You might consider it a prayer. May you, infinite love, shine as me, that I may be so you that all those whom I encounter may experience me as your radiant presence, your unconditional love and forgiveness. May they no longer see me, but only, only, only you. Shine as me. Amen. Well, thank you, Laurie. Thank you, Laurie. It touched me, Laurie. Thank you. Boy, me too, Yvonne. Me too. Thank you, Laurie. Oh, Alrighty, my friends, here's our reading list this morning. Lemoyne, Yvonne, Donna, Harrison, Robin Marie, Fran, Micah, and Judy. And we're joined in listening this morning by Ida. And I think that's the sum of us. Whoop, whoop. Who else is here who would like to say good morning? <laughs> it's Jessica <laughs> and I read also. Thank you. Excellent. Thanks, Jessica. Alrighty. So, A Course in Miracles Original Edition, Chapter 31, The Simplicity of Salvation, Section 8. Choose once again. In paragraph 83, Temptation has one lesson it would teach in all its forms, wherever it occurs. It would persuade the Holy Son of God he is a body, born in what must die, unable to escape its frailty, and bound by what it orders him to feel. It sets the limits on what he can do, its powers the only strength he has. His grasp cannot exceed its tiny reach. Would you be this? If Christ appeared to you in all his glory, asking you at this, choose 
once again if you would take your place among the saviors of the world or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there for he has come and he is asking this in Lemoyne if you'd like to start with 83 and proceed on through 86 please okay chapter 31 the simplicity of salvation section 8 choose once again temptation has one lesson that would teach in all its forms wherever it occurred it would persuade the Holy Son of God use a body born in what must die unable to escape its frailty and bound by what it orders him to feel it sets the limits on what he can do its power is the only strength he has his grasp cannot exceed its tiny reach <clears throat> would you be this if Christ appeared to you in all his glory asking you but this choose once again if you would take your place among the saviors of the world or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there for he has come and he is asking this how do you make the choice how easily is this explained you always choose between your weakness and the strength of Christ in you and what you choose is what you think is real simply by never using weakness to direct your action you have given it no power and the light of Christ in you is given charge of everything you do for you have brought your weakness unto him and he has given you his strength instead thank you Lemoyne and Yvonne um, that would be 86 and 87 please okay thank you Lord. thank you Lemoyne how do you make the choice how easily is this explained you always choose between your weakness and the strength of Christ in you and what you choose is what you think is real simply by never using weakness to direct your actions you have given it no power and the light of Christ in you is given charge of everything you do for you have brought your weaknesses unto him and he has given you his strength instead trials are but lessons which you fail to learn presented once again so where you made a faulty choice before you now can make a better one and thus escape all pain which what you chose before has brought to you in every difficulty all distress and each perplexity Christ calls to you and gently says my brother choose again he would not leave one source of pain unhealed nor any image left to veil the truth he would remove all misery from you whom God created altars unto joy he would not leave you comfortless alone in dreams of hell 
but would release your minds from everything that hides his face from you. His holiness is yours because he is the only power that is real in you. His strength is yours because he is the true self that God created as his only son. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne. And Donna. I think we'll come back to Donna. Uh, She's apparently had to restart our line. So, Harrison. It just happened. Trials are but lessons which you failed to learn presented once again. So where you made a faulty choice before, you now can make a better one and thus escape all pain which what you chose before has brought to you. In every difficulty, all distress, and each perplexity, Christ calls to you and gently says, Quote, my brother, choose again, close quote. He would not leave one source of pain unhealed, nor any image left to veil the truth. He would remove all misery from you, whom God created altars unto joy. He would not leave you comfortless, alone in dreams of hell, but would release your minds from everything that hides his face from you. His holiness is yours, because he is the only power that is real in you. His strength is yours because he is the self that God created as his only son. Eighty-eight. The images you make cannot prevail against what God himself would have you be. Be never fearful of temptation then, but see it as it is, another chance to choose again. And let Christ's strength prevail in every circumstance and every place you raise in the image of yourself before. For what appears to hide the face of Christ is powerless before his majesty and disappears 
before his holy sight. The saviors of the world who see like him are merely those who chose his strength instead of their own weakness seen apart from him. They will redeem the world, for they are joined in all the power of the will of God. And what they will is only what he wills. Thank you, God. Indeed. Thank you, Harrison. And Donna, if you'd like to pick up at 88 and go through 90, please. Yes, thank you. 88. The images you made cannot prevail against what God himself would have you be. Be never fearful of temptation then. But see it as it is, another chance to choose again and let Christ's strength prevail in every circumstance and in every place you raised an image of yourself before. For what appears to hide the face of Christ is powerless before his majesty and disappears before his holy sight. The saviors of the world who see like him are merely those who choose his strength instead of his own weakness seen apart from him. They will redeem the world, for they are joined in all the power of the will of God, and what they will is only what he wills. Do I read something else, or did I misunderstand something? Uh, Yes, through 90, please. Thank you. Learn, then, the holy habit of response to all temptation to perceive yourself as weak and miserable with these words. I am, as God created me. His son can suffer nothing, and I am his son. Thank you, Donna. And Robin Marie, then 89 through 91, please. Eighty-nine. Learn then the happy ha- <laughs> learn then the happy habit of response to all temptation to perceive yourself as weak and miserable with these words. I am as God created me. His son can suffer nothing, and I am his son. 91. Thus is Christ's strength invited to prevail, replacing all your weakness with the strength that comes from God, and that can never fail. And thus are miracles as natural as fear and agony appeared to be before the choice for holiness was made. For in that choice are false distinctions gone, illusory alternatives laid by, and nothing left to interfere with truth. 
Thank you, Robin Marie and Fran. Ninety one to ninety two, not ninety. Uh I would I would run eighty nine all the way through ninety two, huh? Okay. All right. Thanks. Eighty nine. Learn then the happy habit of response to all temptation to perceive yourself as weak and miserable with these words. Ninety. I am as God created me. His son can suffer nothing, and I am his son. Ninety one. Thus is Christ's strength invited to prevail, replacing all your weakness with the strength that comes from God and that can never fail. And thus are miracles as natural as fear and agony appear to be before the choice for holiness was made. For in that choice are false distinctions gone, illusory alternatives laid by, and nothing left to interfere with truth. 92. You are as God created you, and so is every living thing you look upon, regardless of the images you see. What you behold as sickness and as pain, as weakness and as suffering and loss, is but temptation to perceive yourself defenseless and in hell. Yield not to this, and you will see all pain in every form, wherever it occurs, but disappear as the mist before the sun. A miracle has come to heal God's son and close the door upon his dreams of weakness, opening the way to his salvation and release. Choose once again what you would have him be, remembering that every choice you make establishes your own identity as you will see it and believe it is. Thank you, Fran and Micah. Okay, uh, it's going to take me just a second. Okay, uh, it ninety-two. You are as God created you, and so is every living thing you look upon, regardless of the images you see. What you behold as sickness and as pain, as weakness and as suffering and loss is but temptation to perceive yourself defenseless and in hell. Yield not to this, and you will see all pain in every form, wherever it occurs, but disappear as mists before the sun. A miracle has come to heal God's Son and close the door upon his dreams of weakness opening the way to his salvation and release. Choose once again what you would have him be, remembering that every choice you make establishes your own identity as you will see it and believe it is. 93. Deny me not the little gift I ask, when in exchange I lay before you feet, your feet, the peace of God, and power to bring this peace to everyone who wanders in the world uncertain, lonely, and in constant fear. For it is given you to join with him, and through the Christ in you unveil his eyes, 
and let him look upon the Christ in him. My brothers in salvation, do not fail to hear my voice and listen to my words. I ask for nothing but your own release. There is no place for hell within a world whose loveliness can yet be so intense and so inclusive it is but a step from there to heaven. To your tired eyes, I bring a vision of a different world, so new and clean and fresh. You will forget the pain and sorrow that you saw before. Yet, this is a vision. Yet, this a vision is which you must share with everyone you see. For otherwise, you will behold it not. To give this gift is how to make it yours. And God ordained in loving kindness that it be for you. Thank you, Micah. And Judy. Thank you, Lori. My brothers in salvation, do not fail to hear my voice and listen to my words. I ask for nothing but your own release. There is no place for hell within a world whose loveliness can yet be so intense and so inclusive. It is but a step from there to heaven. To your tired eyes, I bring a vision of a different world, so new and clean and fresh, you will forget the pain and sorrow that you saw before. Yet, this a vision is which you must share with everyone you see, for otherwise you will behold it not. To give this gift is how to make it yours. And God ordained in loving kindness that it be for you. Let us be glad that we can walk the world and find so many chances to perceive another situation where God's gift can once again be recognized as ours. And thus will all the vestiges of hell the secret sins and hidden hates be gone, and all the loveliness which they concealed appear like lawns of heaven to our sight, to lift us high above the thorny roads we traveled on before the Christ appeared. Hear me, my brothers, hear and join with me. God has ordained. I cannot call in vain, and in his certainty I rest content. For you will hear, and you will choose again. And in this choice is everyone made free. Thank you, Lori. Thank you, Judy. And Jessica. 94, let us be glad 
that we can walk the world and find so many chances to perceive another situation where God's gift can once again be recognized as ours. And thus will all the vestiges of hell, the secret so-called sins and hidden hates be gone. And all the loveliness which they concealed appear like lawns of heaven to our sight to lift us high above the thorny roads we traveled on before the Christ appeared. Hear me, my brothers. Hear and join with me. God has ordained, I cannot call in vain, and in his certainty I rest content. For you will hear, and you will choose again. And in this choice is everyone made free. 95. I thank you, Father, for these holy ones who are my brothers as they are your sons. My faith in them is yours. I am as sure that they will come to me as you are sure of what they are and will forever be. They will accept the gift I offer them because you gave it me on their behalf. And as I would but do your holy will, so will they choose. And I give thanks for them. Salvation's song will echo through the world with every choice they make. For we are one in purpose, and the end of hell is near. Thank you, Jessica. And you guys, I made a big mistake. I forgot to press record. Um, oh, gosh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> So we read it. <laughs> we don't think it's you know, that, we don't think it's that big. We're right here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Forgiveness covers yeah. it all. You know? We're totally. all yes indeed. All righty. Oh my friends, I do thank you for that. Um hey, wouldn't it be swell? Um yes. rather than a summary, let's just begin at the beginning again, one reader at a time and run through this in its total perfection. Perfect. Um, and I'll press record Perfect. before we begin. Okay, I'll start at the top right after I press record. Okay, here we go. Wonderful. Okay. All right. Thanks. Is there a new reader for paragraph 96, please? This is Sandra. I can read. Thank you, Sandra. In joyous 96. In joyous welcome is my hand outstretched to every brother who would join with me in reaching past temptation and who looks with fixed determination toward the light that shines beyond in perfect constancy. Give me my own, for they belong to you. And can you fail in what is but your will? I give you thanks for what my brothers are. And as each one elects to join with me, the song of thanks from earth to heaven grows from tiny scattered threads of melody to one inclusive chorus from a world redeemed from hell and giving thanks to you. 
And now we say amen. For Christ has come to dwell in the abode you set for him before time was, in calm eternity. The journey closes, ending at the place where it began. No trace of it remains. Not one illusion is accorded faith, and not one spot of darkness still remains to hide the face of Christ from anyone. Thy will is done, complete and perfectly, and all creation recognizes you, recognizes you, and knows you as the only source it has. Clear in your likeness does the light shine forth from everything that lives and moves in you. For we have reached where all of us are one, and we are home where you would have us be. Amen. 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 So let's do a once through uh, from the beginning. And we'll choose one paragraph at a time and see if we can't make a concert of this. Section 8. <laughs> choose once again. Is there a new reader to begin with? Chap- uh, paragraph 83, please. Uh, I will read. Thank you, Ida. Chapter 31. I don't know which section it is because I don't have that book right now, but it's called Choose Once Again. Temptation has one lesson it would teach in all its forms wherever it occurs. It would persuade the Holy Son of God he is a body, born in what must die, unable to escape its frailty and bound by what it orders him to feel. It sets the limits on what he can do. Its power is the only strength he has. His grasp cannot exceed its tiny reach. Would you be this if Christ appeared to you in all his glory, asking you but this? Do me to go on? Uh, those next three lines, please. Okay. Choose once again. If you would take your place among the saviors of the world or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there. For he has come and he is asking this. And is there a new reader for 86, please? All right, back at the top, Lemoyne. How do you make the choice? How easily is this explained? You always choose between your weakness and the strength of Christ in you. And what you choose is what you think is real. Simply by never using weakness to direct your action, you have given it no power. <clears throat> and the light of Christ in you is given charge of everything you do. 
For you have brought your weakness unto him, and he has given his strength that. Thank you, Lemoyne. And Devon. Thank you, Laurie. Trials are but lessons which you failed to learn, presented once again. So where you made a faulty choice before, you now have a better one and thus escape all pain which what you chose before has brought to you. In every difficulty, all distress, and each perplexity, Christ calls to you and says, My brother, choose again. He would not leave one source of pain unhealed, nor any image left to veil the truth. He would remove all misery from you, whom God created altars unto joy. He would not leave you comfortless, alone in dreams of hell, but would release your minds from everything that hides his face from you. His holiness is yours because he is the only power that is real in you. His strength is yours because he is the true self that God created as his only son. Thank you. Thank you, Yvonne and Donna. Eighty-eight. The images you make cannot prevail against what God himself would have you be. Be never fearful of temptation then, but see it as it is, another chance to choose again, and let Christ's strength prevail in every circumstance and every place you raised an image of yourself before. For what appears to hide the face of Christ is powerless before his majesty and disappears before his holy sight. The saviors of the world who seek like him are merely those who, who chose his strength instead of their own weakness seen apart from him. They will redeem the world, for they are joined in all the power of the will of God, and what they will is only what he wills. Thank you, Donna. And Harrison, if you'd do 89 through 91, please. Learn then the happy habits of response to all temptation to perceive yourself as weak and miserable with these words. I am as God created me. His son can suffer nothing. And I am his son. Thus is Christ's strength and body to prevail, replacing all your weakness with the strength that comes from God and that can never fail. And thus are miracles as natural as fear and agony appear to be before the choice for holiness was made. For in that choice 
of false distinctions are illusory alternatives laid by and nothing left to interfere with truth. Thank you, Harrison and Robin Marie. Ninety, you are as God created you, and so is every living thing you look upon, regardless of, of the images you see. What you behold as sickness and as pain, as weakness and as suffering and loss, is but temptation to perceive yourself defenseless, defenseless and in hell. Yield not to this, and you will see all pain in every form wherever it occurs, but disappear as mists before the sun. A miracle has come to heal God's son and close the door upon his dreams of weakness, opening the way to his salvation and release. Choose once again what you would have him be. Remembering that every choice you make establishes your own identity as you will see it and believe it is. Thank you, Robin Marie and Fran. 93. Deny me not the little gift I ask when in exchange I lay before your feet the peace of God and power to bring this peace to everyone who wanders in the world uncertain, lonely, and in constant fear. For it is given you to join with him, and through the Christ in you unveil his eyes and let him look upon the Christ in him. My brothers in salvation, do not fail to hear my voice and listen to my words. I ask for nothing but your own release. There is no place for hell within a world whose loveliness can yet be so intense and so inclusive it is but a step from there to heaven. To your tired eyes, I bring a vision of a different world, so new and clean and fresh, you will forget the pain and sorrow that you saw before. Yet this a vision is which you must share with everyone you see, for otherwise you will behold it not. To give this gift is how to make it yours, and God ordained in loving kindness that it be for you. Thank you, Fran and Micah. Okay, um, 94. Let us be glad that we can walk the world and find so many chances to perceive another situation where God's gift can once again be recognized as ours. And thus will all the vestiges of hell and the secret sin, so-called sins, and hidden hates be gone and all the loveliness which they concealed appear like lawns of heaven to our sight to lift us high above the thorny roads we traveled on before the Christ appeared. Hear me, my brothers, hear and join with me. God has ordained I cannot call in vain, and in his certainty I rest content. For you will hear, and you will choose again, and in this choice is everyone made free. Thank you, Micah. 
and shooting. I thank you, Father, for these holy ones who are my brothers, as they are your sons. My faith in them is yours. I am as sure that they will come to me as you are sure of what they are and will forever be. They will accept the gift I offer them because you gave it me on their behalf. And as I would but do your holy will, so will they choose. And I give thanks for them. Salvation's song will echo through the world with every choice they make, for we are one in purpose, and the end of hell is near. (laughs) Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Judy and Jessica. In joyous welcome is my hand outstretched to every brother who would join with me in reaching past temptation and who looks with fixed determination toward the light that shines beyond in perfect constancy. Give me my own, for they belong to you. And can you fail in what is but your will? I give you thanks for what my brothers are. And as each one elects to join with me, the song of thanks from earth to heaven grows from tiny scattered threads of melody, the one inclusive chorus from a world redeemed from hell and giving thanks to you. Thank you, Jessica and Sandra. And now we say amen. For Christ has come to dwell in the abode you set for him before time was, in calm eternity. The journey closes, ending at the place where it began. No trace of it remains. Not one illusion is accorded faith. And not one spot of darkness still remains to hide the face of Christ from anyone. Thy will is done, complete and perfectly. And all creation recognizes you and knows you as the only source it has. Clear in your likeness does the light shine forth from everything that lives and moves in you. For we have reached where all of us are one, and we are home where you would have us be. Amen. 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 Thank you, Sandra. And thank you, everyone, who joined their voice to this beautiful reading. And here we are at the top of the hour where we can join together and place a pin in it with today's beautiful lesson that Fran will lead us in. So thank you, Fran. Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks for reading that again. That was great. Loved it. Hi, everybody. We are in the second part of the workbook. And the ego is... What is... Uh, the ego? I meant the, 
theme <laughs> is what is the ego. And the lesson for today is 335. I choose to see my brother's sinlessness. So I shall read some, some from what is the ego. The ego is idolatry, the sign of limited and separated self, born in a body, doomed to suffer and to end its life and death. It is the will that sees the will of God as enemy and takes the form in which it is denied. The ego is the quote-unquote proof that strength is weak and love is fearful. Life is really death, and what opposes God alone is true. The ego is insane. In fear, it stands beyond the everywhere, apart from all, in separation from the infinite. The Son of God is egoless. What can he know of madness and the death of God when he abides in him? What can he know of sorrow and of suffering when he lives in eternal life? What can he know of fear and punishment, of sin and guilt, of hatred an attack when all there is surrounding him is everlasting peace, forever conflict-free and undisturbed in deepest silence and tranquility. To know reality is not to see the ego and its thoughts, its works, its acts, its laws and its beliefs, its dreams, its hopes, its plans for its salvation, and the costs belief in it entails. One lily of forgiveness will change the darkness into light. And we'll go to the lesson. Lesson 1, 335. I choose to see my brother's sinlessness. Forgiveness is a choice. I never see my brother as he is, for that is far beyond perception. What I see in him is merely what I wish to see because it stands for what I want to be the truth. It is to this alone that I respond, however much I seem to be impelled by outside happenings. I choose to see what I would look upon, and this I see and only this. My brother's sinlessness shows me that I would look upon my own, and I will see it, having chosen to behold my brother in its holy light. What could restore your memory to me except to see my brother's sinlessness? His holiness reminds me that he was created one with me and like myself. In him I find myself and in your son I find the memory of you as well. We'll take a moment to reflect on this. Lesson 335. I choose to see my brother's sinlessness.
What could restore your memory to me except to see my brother's sinlessness? His holiness reminds me that he was created one with me and like myself. In him I find myself and in your son I find the memory of you as well. Lesson 335. I choose to see my brother's sinlessness. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, friend. Thanks, friend. Thank you. Beautiful. Oh, thank you, guys. Good morning. It's Harrison. This is incredible. Closing lessons and closing reading. Um, for those of you who may not get the daily uh, email from the Course in Miracles Society, included in that email is um, something called Sarah's Reflections. I'm so appreciative of Reverend Risa and her colleagues for including Sarah's Reflections in um, the daily email that they send out. And what Sarah does is she gives a commentary on the lesson for today. And uh, I would just encourage you, if you get that email, to uh, take a look at the, the whole thing. But there's one paragraph. Um, uh, I could read them all, but one of them. The second paragraph of her commentary. This lesson is about the choice we make in every moment to either judge or forgive. That's, I choose to see my brother's sinlessness. It is entirely up to us. No one will coerce us. However, Jesus urges us to forgive on behalf of our own happiness. Anything we put out there boomerangs back at us. This is the law of karma. What we give, we receive. The reality is we never see our brother as he is. Whenever we allow forgiveness to dominate, we feel redeemed, which is the only way we can know the self we all share. This is the Christ self, which is our only reality. We see in our brothers what is unhealed 
in our own minds. We see what we hold against ourselves that we have denied in ourselves and projected on our brothers. When we take responsibility for our projections, they can be forgiven. All concepts we hold about ourselves are false and eventually need to be released. The only way we can be happy is to choose Jesus as our guide to seeing in every situation. On our own, there is no certainty about anything, including what we are. And I'll close with this. Jesus tells us that our holy mind establishes everything that seems to happen to us. Quote, every response you make to everything you perceive is up to you because your mind determines your perception of it. That's from chapter 9, section 8 of the text. Quote, damnation is your judgment on yourself, and this you will project upon the world. See it as damned, and all you see is what you did to hurt the Son of God. Is from the text, chapter 21. And Sarah says, finally, we hurt ourselves when we see our brothers as guilty. But we are invited to put our wrong perceptions on the inner altar for healing. Making that choice over and over again without judging ourselves for our misperceptions, bring us to a place of joy and peace found in no other way. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you all for letting me share that. Thank you, Harrison. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Harrison. That was yep. great. Thank you. Thank you, Harrison. Everybody just been reading and listening. <laughs> uh, this is Yvonne. Um, I just want to make a personal shout-out to uh, Fran today. I, I've just been so connected for some reason today. It just really came strong to me how grateful I have been for your contribution, for your sinlessness, Fran. (laughs) And I look at this lesson and it says, his his sinlessness reminds me that he was created one with me. So I I see your sinlessness. I see your holiness uh, all of these weeks and months that you uh, took up the mantle um, to do these lessons. Um, It really... um, 
it really uh, rings uh, in my heart today. A couple of times when I did do the lessons, uh, filled in for you, I, uh, I, I, I could feel uh, how important it was for you and how much it meant and how much you contribute to this whole Course in Miracles um, every day by the way that you present your true self. Um, I want to cry. Uh, I just, that's all I want to say. I don't really have, I can't really say any more right now. I don't think there's any words, but thank you. God bless you. I'm complete. Wow. Thank you so much. I love it. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Wow. Yeah. You speak for all of us, Javon. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everyone. And this is gratitude delicious. I've got to quickly say, this is Patricia. Is it Fran, the one that says, um, thank you, everyone, or she comes, everyone? Anyway, I hear your voice coming through me. The other day I walked, uh, people working in the garden, and I heard, thank you, everyone, and I went, that was Fran. Oh, that tickles. And then, uh, so I've got to chime in. And it just dawned on me, I've been hearing you, Fran, that hello, everyone, or thank you, everyone, uh, tickling, and, it, and it's my voice. It's you in me. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Our oneness. Oh, oh, oh so Patricia, sweet. that was phenomenal. Yeah, that was. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Gave me goosebumps. Thank you. Me too. It's another gratitude Thursday. Yeah. I have to say, (laughs) I literally stopped and said, where did that come from? Because there was was only one person, right, standing. And I thought, where did that? Because it was so clearly you. And... uh, that 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 the walls are are gone now. That we've and it's it's just so lovely. And so anyway, yeah. So where'd that go from? <laughs> it's you. Okay, I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, Patricia. Oh, thank so you. So sweet. And I'll have to tell you, Lori. I was so glad that we read it again because. Something happened to my book, and I kept losing my place. And I love that section. And I read it last night, and I kept thinking, oh, I can't wait till we read this together. And I kept losing it. So reading it again was just great for me. Thank you so much for thinking that you didn't record it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Really helps me. There are no no chances or accidents. (laughs) Guidance. Thank you, friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good morning. This is Sandra. It's such a beautiful um, example of how all things work together for the good. That my highest and best is being served at all times, even when it doesn't necessarily look like it. And this lesson, um, I choose to see my brother's sinlessness 
and the text of the simplicity of salvation is choose once again. Um, this all for me reeked of free will, that that is my only choice. My, I have two choices. I can see connection and unity or I can see separation. And in paragraph 92 at the at the the end choose once again what you would have him be remembering that every choice you make establishes your own identity as you will see it and believe it is so in a way that almost takes away my choice because why would I want to choose to see my brother as sinful when as soon as I do that, and that would be a judgment, as soon as I do that, I've just condemned myself. So it, it, it really motivates me to want to see my brother's innocence and want to see my own innocence and to surrender to God's will rather than to the ego. I think there should be a 12-step program for the ego. Egoic Anonymous, <laughs> where, where I claim my seat and say, hello, I'm egoic. <laughs> my name is Sandra, and I am egoic. <laughs> and, and even in those halls, I can't let go of this addiction without God, without the help of God. That is my way out of the addiction called the ego. And, you know, I could pick up this ego again and identify with it, and um, or I can remember, which is the holy instant. As soon as I remember the truth of who I am and the truth of who you are, it is a holy instant. I'm complete. That was just great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, this is Donna. I want to second Fran uh, with the callback because my 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 sound went out of my phone when Lemoyne began to read, and I thought he had dropped. So I missed so much of the call and didn't get back in until uh, Harrison was finishing up on 88. So I am so grateful. And I was sitting here thinking, wow, I just read in A Course in Miracles or about the Course of Love, this was going to happen. Whatever I thought was going to be good then happened to me. And then you say we're going to read it again. So I'm so grateful. And I'm, I'm trying to think I got this thing unmuted. <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, see what came to me in the lesson today, which is a, a compilation of about three days' worth of these readings. And um, I'm going to start with this paragraph one where it says forgiveness is a choice, but I'm going to put judge not instead, and I'm going to read just words I pulled out. Judge not is a choice. I wish to see truth. To this I respond, and I will see truth. Having chosen to behold my brother in truth's holy light, all that is in reality is. I am complete. Oh, thank you, Donna. 
That was just great. This is Micah. Uh, I was enjoying the conversations a lot. And I was feeling the love that was um, being expressed. And, um, you know, that that part about, let's see, um, you know, in my brother's sinlessness, I find my own. And there's a part in the text where Jesus says, you cannot see your brother as sinless and see him as a body. And so I, I it brought up this kind of interesting curiosity about, wow, it seems like these bodies are really enjoying each other and communicating love and, and appreciation. And and then, I, I, then the idea came of, well, cause and effect are one. Cause and effect are one. So uh, I, I love what Jesus says when he says, you cannot see your brother as sinless and see him as a body because that moves my awareness out of body identification into the spacious self where we share a consciousness. And then when, when that unity and that shared consciousness it looks back into time space it it sees these forms these communication mediums as very lovely and very the communication is is astounding and um and then sometimes the 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 communication is astounding and my awareness really hasn't moved into the spacious self and i and i just am you know in a state of wonder at how loving the dream can be in this Christ mind. Um, let's see. There were, there were uh, a couple highlights. There, um, oh, yes, in uh, paragraph 88, where it, Jesus is saying, in every place you raised an image of yourself before, well, I'll go a little further. Uh, let Christ's strength prevail in every circumstance, in every place you raised an image of yourself before. And it's this feeling of this mica, or and I'm also doing it to my brothers on, you know, and I was, you know, seeing how I was doing it to people on the call. I had an image of who people were. And it, and it had nothing to do with the, our shared consciousness in the spacious self, true self, the Christ. 
and and um, yet it, the Christ was expressing itself through all these forms in a beautiful way. And uh, let's see what else was kind of happening. Um, that's another topic. Let's see. Uh, paragraph 93. And, and, and this idea that, okay, going back to the idea of, you know, you cannot see your brother uh, sinless and see him as a body, and yet we start to see these bodies as sinless. It's kind of, and it really tied back, I saw it tied back into paragraph 93 where Jesus is saying you know, he's talking about Christ consciousness and and then he's going to there is no place for hell within a world whose loveliness can yet be so intense and so inclusive It, it is but a step from there to heaven to your tired eyes I bring a vision of a different world so he's in time-space. I bring a vision of a different world, so new and clean and fresh, you will forget the pain and sorrow that you saw before. And um, I don't know, this this one, th- I'm not sure how it ties in, but this quote came from The Course of Love about emotions are the sense organ of the spacious self. Um, it's... Uh, how these two worlds cause and effect do a dance together is is pretty astounding. And um, anyway, I think I think I'm done. Thanks. That was beautiful, Micah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Hi, it's Jude. I what you just shared, Micah. Was someone else speaking? I didn't talk over someone, did I? No, you did not. Go ahead. Go ahead, please. (laughs) I just wanted to say thank you to everybody before I go to work. It's been wonderful again. Thanks. Have a wonderful day, Robin Marie. Bless you, Robin Marie. Thank you. you. (laughs) I love them good, okay? I know you do. Now come ahead, Judy. Oh, I love the sound of her voice, and I knew she—I knew it was her because I know she leaves early. Oh, I um—I love what um, Micah shared about emotions and. Instantaneously, um, my um, memory went back to we have two emotions, only two, fear or love. And that love is the only true emotion that we have, that fear is false and it really doesn't exist. And um, in looking at the choice, something that Sandra said, um, I remembered something that um, what Kay calls the choiceless choice, <laughs> Krishnamurti, he calls it the choiceless choice. And he wrote th- this um, idea way before the Course was even published. 
And um, I just, I love that when I find the synchronicity of these ideas, the, um, that I could only choose for heaven unless I'm really a fool. And, and don't be a fool. Don't look, don't, don't not see the choice that you make. Don't be tempted to not see the choice that I make when I choose the thoughts that lead me, lead me to believing that I can suffer, that I can be in pain, that I die that I'm even born, that I'm born and die, that I am an image of my own making. And um, this, this referring again to images, um, ideas that I have about who I think I am, uh, um, concepts that are about who I think I am, images of who I think I am, and that it's all in the, the, the perception of thinking Thinking is perception, and the choice to think and have perceptions that set me, separate me from myself, first of all, from my true self, my true, honest to God, I am God's self, I am Christ himself, as all, with one, um, in you all, I find myself, in all of creation, I find myself, when I see through vision, I see everything as myself, as itself, as love itself. And the, um, there is no other choice to make. And the choice, it's a choiceless choice because to choose perception is to usurp the power of God and to say, I, I can make myself into something I'm not. And this is the cause of my suffering. In and of itself, that is my choice to separate myself from my creator as he created me. Is the cause of all my suffering, all my pain. And in the awareness of who I am in truth. And letting go, letting go, letting go, surrendering all these false ideas, false beliefs, false perceptions. I am letting go of misery and hell. And um, perception will be undone. And only knowing knowing who we are and what we are, all that's beautiful, all that's worthy of praise, all that is excellent and righteous and free and true and happy and joyous and free, that we are spirit ideas, we are now, I don't know how that, <laughs> being an idea of thought in the mind of God is just the most revelatory thing to me. Um, and holding that pure awareness of being aware of everything as myself. I am as God is. Am as God is. Being as God is. Spiritual, being spirit within everything, as everything is itself. And there's no difference. There's no division. There's no relationship between. Between doesn't even exist anymore as an idea, as a word, as a concept. Going to the wordless and the formless and the um, boundaryless. No distinctions, no differences, no division. Oneness is unit, is union. Every all love, love thoughts, love beings, in unity as one. Great, great, great.
great stuff, immense and immeasurable and unknowable and undefinable and inconceivable, but it is what we are. And everything else, I'll stop there. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Thank you, Judy. Appreciate it. Thanks, Judy. Thank you, Judy. This is Donna. I, too, received some light, (laughs) not some, from uh, what um, Micah said today about, oh, I don't know, but let me say this. I, I live someplace where two years I've hated it, and I call it my apartment in hell. It's very interesting. The name of the senior housing is Twin Haven. Now, I got caught up in the twins that live here. So I just, while he was talking, he was referring to seeing what, seeing, not seeing the body. Uh, this is how I interpret what I heard him say, that we don't see the body as that body we saw. We see the light within. That's, that's how I'm putting it. So it dawned on me, why why am I in Twin Haven? Because this is the point in my personal life, quote unquote, where I had the choice to choose the two havens, heaven or hell. And it took me two years to let go, see me, my brothers, my human being, companions on this path as the hellish individuals that I perceive them to be because of their, quote-unquote, human behaviors. Finally, I, I stopped that. And I stopped judging them and began what I call loving them, although it was just simply a prayer that, that let me stop painting pictures on them. And now I saw so clearly when Micah was speaking Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So what has been coming to me the last three days, because Ida mentioned Bodhisattva, and that's what I saw in the Course of Love that I listened to the recording before, and what I saw in this reading, that, that uh, this Bodhisattva. So I went back to Dr. Hoare's little book, Compassion, which has two little short blurps about the Bodhisattva. So... That was the third thing I, I told Jesus I wanted to do. I told him I wanted to be the one in the course. I told him when I read Taylor Caldwell's book, uh, Dialogues with the Devil, oh, Jesus, I want to save that poor devil from his mess. And I also, in metapsychiatry, asked to be a bodhisattva. So that's how I see, and I thank you all and everyone for making this light. I've saved thousands of years of potential lives <laughs> by listening to this Course in Miracles, by getting the Course in Miracles book, by God having me pick it up at a secondhand bookstore, and by Yvonne's uh, glorious gift of A Course in Love. I'm so grateful. Thank you. I am complete. What a testimony. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. Thank you, Donna.
it's his. And um, with respect to the uh, section that we read, as some of you may know, I am a recovering lawyer, and I used to do jury trials. And as part of the case, at the end of all the testimony, uh, both the defense lawyer and the uh, prosecutor uh, made uh, what was called closing statements to the jury. And uh, this section reminds me of, of of closing statement, Jesus' closing statement uh, to the course. And uh, each time I read it, um, it just really jumps out of, out of me. Um, you know, he spent 30 chapters plus leading up to this. And this is like the crescendo of the uh, course for me. And uh, the uh, little prayers that he inserts here are just so very meaningful to me. Uh, 84, choose once again. If you would take your place among the saviors of the world or would remain in hell and hold your brothers there. So he starts his closing argument by letting me know that I do have a choice that I can remain in hell, which is really what the world I see is. Uh, or I can take my place among the saviors of the world and not hold my brothers in this world. He says, for he has come, and he is asking this. And in 89, he tells me to learn the happy habit of response to all temptation, to perceive myself as weak and miserable with these words. So he's giving me a tool that I can use. I am as God created me. His son can suffer nothing. And I am his son. It's just very direct. 
No frills. This is the antidote to my experience as a body in the world, seeing myself as Harrison. As does his Christ strength invite it to prevail, replacing all my weakness with the strength that comes from God and that can never fail. Nice to know. And then he closes with these three paragraphs. But he starts in 94 saying, let us be glad that we can walk the world and find so many chances to perceive another situations where God's gifts can once again be recognized as ours. So we don't have to hide from this world we see. And we don't have to, to accept it as the uh, mean and cruel place that for most of my life it has appeared to be. He says, hear me, my brothers, hear and join with me. God has ordained I can't fall in vain, and in his certainty I rest content. And he says, I will hear. I will choose again. It's going to happen. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. But he has faith that I will hear and I will choose again. The wonderful thing is that this choice is everyone made free. If I want to help the world, if I want to save the world, my family, my friends, my brothers and sisters on the call, all I have to do is choose again. I love those final three paragraphs. I thank you, Father, for these holy ones who are my brothers, as they are your sons. I don't care what they seem to do, what my eyes and ears are showing me. I thank you, Father, for these holy ones who are my brothers as they are in the sun. 
and then he closes and now we say amen. For Christ has come to dwell in the abode we've set for him before time was and come eternity. Where is that abode? That's in me. Christ abides in me. And he's always been there. The journey closes, ending at the place where it began. No trace of it remains. Not one illusion is reported faith, and not one spot of darkness still remains to hide the trace of Christ from anyone. It's over. Thy will is done complete and perfectly and all creation recognizes you and knows you, chapel to why, as the only source it has. See in your likeness there's a light shine forth from everything that lives and moves in you. For we have reached where all of us are one, and we are home, and where you would have us be. Thank you, God. I'm complete. That was very complete. Thank you, Harrison. Yeah, he's rich. This is Donna. I would like to add one thing that I saw when I was listening to Micah. When I, I see my brothers now in their Christhood because I'm not judging anymore, they're still smoking. They're still uh, doing what they're doing, but it is no longer an issue because God has moved them off a little bit. But the other thing I notice now, because I continue to speak to them and everything, some, of, some look at me a little perplexed. And that... And, and, and that, I find, is really the Holy Spirit working in them. So I'm so grateful because it's not that the person's human form gets, quote-unquote, perfect so we don't see what they need to yet learn. We do understand that's where they are on the path, and our loving them can only accelerate their own walking. I am complete. Thank you, Donna. Lori? Lori? 
Oh, you guys. Well, um, oh, glad you're back, Fran. Let's see. Am I on mute? Uh, No. No. I can't remember who was speaking, but it's all one voice. Um, All one voice that reminds us that uh, it's just like the Rumi poem says. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and right doing, there is a field. I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. And uh, all morning I've been hearing the same thing. Uh, It's one voice. It's one mind, one heart. Deep down inside... Every living thing. There is just nothing but Christ. To ego, that seems so distant, so far away, so impossible. Um, But the illusion of a something else besides that is what made the world what it seems to be. The illusion that there was something else besides that is what made the dream, the nightmare that it was. The final illusion, the idea that there's a me. In practice, I will say that that is very easy. You know, in the mind, uh, it seems like a puzzle. But in practice, I had to let my mind learn what happiness is. You know, every time I gave up a fear, there's happiness. Every time I gave up a boundary, there's happiness. Every time I gave up a wrong idea, there's happiness. Every time I gave up the idea, I can't, there's happiness. It's always there. This deep, abiding unity that can only be characterized by happiness. Remember that lesson way back? Happiness is my function. (laughs) Into the ego. How, How can that be? Um... But when the illusion of a separate self disappears, that's all that's left. Is you know, I can take a sheet of paper and I can divide it into and on that sheet of paper I can write the ego thought system on one side and truth on the other. And if I ask my mind, tell me what springs forth from each of these two things my mind will quickly tell me. Truth is an experience. Ego thought system is complex uh, series of judgments. Blame and condemnation for everything that's wrong in the world. I can see that. 
with my eyes. But what's bigger and better and more natural than that is to experience it in my life. I remember when I came to this call, how, how all of a sudden everything in my mind shifted where I wasn't thinking solo thoughts. I was reflecting on uh, little diamonds that got dropped in my mind and I turned and I turned and I turned and I turned them. And it was such a wonderful thing to realize that the idea of me, myself, alone was a fiction. And, oh, I'm so excited about this thought, I want to share it. Oh, I'm so excited about this thought, I want to share it. You know, in practice, I started to recognize that this Course in Miracles isn't about a bunch of ideas. It's about change my life. Change my, my love. Make it more accessible, available, and natural to me. Um, make it my way of life. Uh, let this be a total commitment because that's the only way it works. I can't be a part-time me. <laughs> I can't be a part-time me. I can't be a me at all is the point of this section. That was the fiction. That there was a me. I always choose between that weakness and the strength of Christ in me. Of those two, what is real? Well, in practice, we know that because we feel it, we've experienced it. When we touch someone else with it, we know what it is. When we're touched by someone else with it, we know what it is. It's our natural, living, loving life. It's the awareness that's always there. That's why happiness is my function. Happiness is the natural consequence of recognizing I'm in, I'm in heaven now. And when I decide that my job here is done, I'll make that decision with my father and I'll know and who knows, maybe I'll have another life. <laughs> I would choose that, I think, because life is holy as the love by which it was created. And whenever I touch holiness, I touch myself and realize again the fiction of me never existed except in my own private little thoughts, in my own teeny tiny little world. <laughs> And when I look out my window, I recognize everything, everything, everything is the joy of God being. Why would I ever choose anything else? And I can recognize and realize that over and over and over again by sharing it. Not, not, not with words or, or anything fancy, you know. It doesn't have to be anything except the light that shines out of my eyes when I see you. The love that shines out of my heart when I remember you. Um, it's as natural as falling off a log, as they say.
What a life, huh? I would do it over again. Knowing what I know now. I remember one day, not very long ago, I walked down the stairs to let the dog out in the morning. And I took a deep breath and I said, everything this soul knows now is eternal. Everything. I don't ever have to start over again because everything God gives is always given but for my receipt. And once it's receipt, received, it just keeps on giving itself. You know, this soul uh, created by God in his image is the one eternal true thing about everything. So the words, never forget the sonship is your soul. Never forget that the consciousness in you is held in the consciousness of all your brothers. All of that, all of that is true. And it's not fancy, it's natural. <laughs> I have to, I have to point my finger at my dog. There he goes. <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not fancy, it's natural. That's all I want to say today. And I'm just so very, very grateful. I, I had many places I thought to close this recording, this second recording <laughs> today. <laughs> but here's what I want to say about natural. It's, it's from chapter 21. I, I recalled the phrase, even this he gave to you to give to yourself. And I went to search for the whole quote. And somewhere it's on my computer screen here. Let me find it. It's from chapter 21. All of this is just waiting my receipt when I realize everything I thought before was a fiction. It's in the section of responsibility for sight where he says, it is impossible the Son of God be merely driven by events outside of him. It is impossible that the happenings that come to him were not his choice. His power of decision, what we're talking about here is choose once again his power of decision. His power of decision is the determiner of every situation in which he finds, seems to find himself by chance or accident. No accident nor choice is possible within the universe as God created it outside of which is nothing. Suffer and you decided sin, which is simply the ego's version of the world. Was your goal? Be happy. Here's the, here's the really great thing. Be happy. And you gave the power of decision. You gave it. You gave the power of decision to him who must decide for God for you. This is the little gift you offer to the Holy Spirit. And listen to this. Even this he gave to you to give to yourself. Even this he gave to you to give to yourself. For by this gift is given you the power to release your Savior that he may give salvation unto you. I need do nothing I need do nothing except open my mind and heart to receive and in the receiving recognize that this mind and heart is God's own radio station. He's the broadcaster. He's the doer. He's everything. 
and everything else beyond that is a fiction. I'm complete. Oh, thanks for that, Lori. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lori. Yeah. Thank you, Lori. Thank you. Thank you, Lori. <laughs> oh, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys, because you see, I can't know capital S self without you. But hey. together, together we change the world, huh? Hey, Wendy. Totally. Oops. I thought I was talking to Bryce. Sorry. <laughs> Record it. <laughs> Hi, Bryce. Hi, Wendy. I love you guys. I love you all. Thank you so much. Together we, we send ripples to the universe that will change this world and let it see the truth. So I am so grateful. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.